Welcome to Grand Walk Talkin, <laughs> delicately curated, long-form discussion of the internationally beloved Star Wars saga, tailored to the modern fanatic, brought to you lovingly in weekly increments by the loquacious yet soothing voices of your hosts, Riley, which is myself, Jake, who is myself, and special guest, Jasmine. Just kidding. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> I don't know. Great to have like you here. Just great, great for you to show up, Jasmine. I don't know what I'm saying. You're Me here too, every week. Actually. All right. um, You're welcome for being here. So here we are yet again. I got to stop my lights from going. There we go. It's crazy distracting. Riley has installed this like neon alternating light, and now he's doing the Jack Black eyebrows, and I everything he's doing is very distracting. Riley's uh, RGB. Can't prove I All am of RGB. our audios RGB. are messed up. <laughs> uh, Riley yeah, we... Good Bowman. <laughs> That's my middle name. How'd you know it? <laughs> um, yeah, so we've had a few technical difficulties to get our day started, so it might happen. Just to get the day started, on. just to just wake to, up a little bit. Just to wake up a little bit. We thought we'd have some technical difficulties. <laughs> uh, but as it is, we are recording. We're ready to go. We're excited to be here, Terry. Always we're... good just to let people know that we are recording we are recording. what they're hearing has been recorded there the, you may not know this listener but the reason mm. that you're hearing this right now is Ooh, because we'll we recorded the yeah peek yeah behind the yeah um, and what's I, I like that we're talking to the listener a lot right i now do love to talk to the listener they're kind of the this stars of this episode <gasps> so are oh, you wait, saying what I mean? jasmine isn't the special guest but our I'm listeners not. are the special i'm not guests? special anymore specialness revoked (laughs) uh yeah that is true we uh, a long time ago take a take a journey back to 2017 sure i don't know how long we've been doing this oh my gosh 2017 right because that feels right it was before the last jedi came out because jasmine was part of the podcast before the last jedi we've been doing this a long time Anyway, we should stop. What are we doing? We should stop. <laughs> <laughs> when it haven't when we it done was, enough? Haven't we done enough? When the podcast was but three lads, and it was me and Jake and special guest Isaac. Emphasis Isaac, on but, but, um, but three, three lads, but lads, but three, three but, but lads. lads. <laughs> <laughs> we put out a call on Twitter and we said, "Hey, send us your questions and we'll answer them." Because we are and Twitter the did not. We did send it just to at Jack on Twitter, and so that we was did. not helpful. He didn't do anything. But we did Very get quiet quite a few questions on Twitter, and that was a fun episode. We might have made it two episodes. I can't remember. Yeah, we. I think we did, too. You're right. Um, And so we thought, you know what? It's been at least three years since we've done that. <laughs> um, Let's do it again. Time to so, involve listeners for the second time. <laughs> yeah. We put out the call on Twitter to get some questions from listeners. We didn't we specify gave them what twenty four hour notice. We did give them twenty four hour notice. <laughs> Have and we, we did not checked our email in any oh, no. amount of time recently? Absolutely not. We yes, I have it linked to my email. Okay, like no one emails my... us. It's lonely. 
I reset my Gmail password and it like kicked the Graham off talking link away. Mm. So now I now you can't. I'm just assuming Look, that Jasmine checks it. Yes, I check it all the time. No one emails us. And <laughs> it's no true. One likes us. Good. And Are you know that used to just missed? torment me. And so it's probably for the best that I don't wake up disappointed every day in the lack of new emails. Uh, uh, that's welcome to my now life. Now I just wake up to technical difficulties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we put out the call on Twitter, and amazingly, we got in the 20s of questions. Now, oh, never mind the fact that's how that you half know of those... <laughs> never mind the fact that half of those were from one person, and we'll get to that. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> we appreciate We're going to give that person different names so you won't know <gasps> that's which a good ones. Idea. I yes, meant to say that before one. we started recording. <laughs> Um, they will have to start with the initials MJ. They, I was just about to say that they'll all start with MJ, but we'll have to attribute them to different people with right. those initials. Perfect, perfect bit as we're known for on this show. We're known for perfect. Bits. Only perfect bits. <laughs> only this is 2020, the year of only perfect bits, and we are going to we're going to dive into these questions, right? Ooh, big dive. Let's I dive. wish I could think of one Olympic diver in the history of the world. Michael Phelps. But I can't. Didn't die. Not a diver. But he was in the pool. <laughs> Ryan Lochte was in the pool with him. Had a reality show went, for about one day. I went to look up our Twitter account and instead, uh, instead of searching Grandma talking, it searched Grandpa Jav. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I like is. that. I don't Grandpa either. Jav. Grandpa Jav. Okay. Well, let's send out a question to Grandpa Jab. Maybe Jasmine can shoot a tweet to, to G-Paul on the recording, and we'll just see if we get any kind of response. Um, okay, first question. Oh, boy, I have to scroll past all these different people and not the same person. Okay, this is from Star Wars Guy, at Star Wars Guy 15. The 15th in the grand tradition of Star Wars Guys. Pretty Pretty early, honestly. He got if the, we're talking you know, about I Star Wars guys. Star Wars. I mean, when Twitter started, you'd think right away, hundreds of Star Wars guys. Right. But this one of the OG 15. Star Wars guys is out here asking, and this is. A, I I want to spend some time on this one because I actually really like this question. It's probably good enough to just be its own episode. <laughs> um, what are your favorite Star Wars creatures in the categories of cute? terrifying and visually or anatomically interesting. Ooh. I like this a lot. Let's start with cute. Now, now I need are some we, clarification. Wait. Well, go ahead, Jasmine. Are we, you get Are we sticking to just creatures or is does this involve like aliens? That's what like that species? was my question. Is is yes. a Deveronian a creature? Or is that I'm gonna, racist? I'm going to call him a creature because the creature okay. department's going to be making the suit, going to be okay. making the molds. So anything the creature department had a hand in. That's, yeah. I can only assume that's what Star Wars guy meant. He's not okay. here to comment. Okay. <laughs> um, then yes, I'm glad we had that clarification. Cool. I mean, You're welcome. So let's start with cute. Because cute. it's the first Cutest one in the question. crystal critter. I, but see, there's wow. so many choices because in the same movie you have porgs. You have porgs right there in the same. Porgs one. are very cute. Have we talked about the Last Jedi recently? Um, no. Let's do that. Let's just <laughs> forget this and talk about the Last Jedi. Now, here's the thing that's going to throw a wrench into everything, and I hate to bring oh, this no. up so early, but if we are saying that creatures are species. 
then it's just like a runaway win for baby Yoda. Like it's not yeah. even it's not even close. Is he automatically That's disqualified? That's tough. I think we let's let us I think he's disqualified. Let's disqualify baby Yoda because there's only yeah. one of him. Mm-hmm. I would say that Yaddle and Yoda, part of the same species, are not as cute. They are not as cute. Baby yes. Yoda. Yeah. True. So we can't handsome. pick one They're creature. Handsome. It has to be the the this the creature as a species that is cute. I think that's it. Okay. Because Yaddle judge definitely not an cute. entire race based on their <laughs> cuteness. This seems good. I like this. Yes. <laughs> me too. Um I like Porg and I like Crystal yeah. Critters. I had not thought about that. <laughs> they must have a name. They must. They pr- but it's just okay. cute when Finn calls them Crister Crister Critters. Crista Critters. Crister. Crystal I think they're called Critters. Critters. <laughs> Sounds right. Crister Criddle. Crister Criddle. Christopher um. Criddle. Now Jasmine has a face as if she has found the answer and is surprised. I am okay. Is this like a Pokemon reference? Okay, I don't know. so what are they called? They have like Pikachu's? they kind of have like a uh, like an Alolan Vulpix look to them. Like you, they you do. That vibe, right? I they're get called it. they're called a Vulptex. Whoa, That's that be does a sound reference. like Vulpix. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Well, That's, there you go. Uh, they're up there. I I'm maybe maybe I, I might Pikachu actually put them in my uh, creature in Star Wars. <laughs> That's true. I might actually put them in my visually interesting category. That's see for me, I would put yeah. them more in visually interesting than cute. I agree. I don't want to cuddle think, with I one because it looks them. like it might stab me That's with true. its yeah. crystals. They're just so pretty. They're I, pretty. I, now I feel like for pretty, but if we're going pretty creatures, <laughs> Twilight and crystal a, critters. It's not a category. Can't be in there. Um, I'm sorry. We're only answering questions. I feel like this is weird, but I don't think any of us are going to put Ewoks on there, right? Like they're. Cute, I was literally but... just about to say that's a scary one for me. Yeah. Watching Return of the Jedi recently, I find their dead eyes and their teeth and their. I know everything yeah. about them. I think is kind of not cute, except for the babies. Baby, but but again, yeah, that's the right. baby Yoda rule. Yeah. You can't you can't judge it's a species baby. off yeah, of its you babies. Can't just throw out baby Ewoks. Literally every animal on Earth is cute when it's a baby. So it's true. Not yeah. me. But <laughs> well, yeah. Not just kidding. Say that. Um. Okay, we have basically only considered porgs then. So <laughs> yeah, we gotta yeah. figure out another cute creature. Huh. I mean, whatever Babu Frick is is a good. Species. Oh, that's a I good, do find that's him a good call. He is very cute. cute. Do we count? I'm trying to think. In the original trilogy, there's not a lot of cute aliens. I mean, can we count droids as a species? Because I was wondering. I they I feel like a droid is not a creature. It's not, but like when you have R2D2 and BB8 in the same category, they're pretty I was dang say, cute. Those are cute. And then what's the one from Jedi Fallen Order? Oh, BD1. Uh, BD1. Yeah. I don't think there's any cute Best dog things one. in the Star Wars universe. I mean, you don't think there's that many cute things? I just Google I Google cute Star Wars like characters and half of them are droids and Chewbacca. I would throw like I do like cats. I like loath cats. They're cute. Yes, those are cute. That's a nice I like yeah, good answer. I like um, the Loth wolves as well. 
for going yes. pretty, which we're yes, not. Yes, those are those, are, those are visually interesting. We let's hold on. Visually we're interesting. We're specifically not doing pretty. We're not doing okay. pretty. Now I like the anatomically interesting question, <laughs> which I my mind went to boar gullet. Boar gullet. Boar gullet. Well, oh. we'll, we'll get to him later too. That's no true. Spoilers. I'm jumping ahead. I'm jumping um, ahead in the questions. I I've always found the Dianoga from. A New Hope to be very visually interesting. Just the one eyeball that pops up out of the yeah. water. Yeah, that's true. That tries to because you just Luke. wonder what's going on. You wonder what's going on, you... and there have been like video games that show you what's going on underneath. But it's almost yeah. more interesting to ignore those and just wonder what does that thing look like? Is it a snake? Yeah. Is it a tentacled thing? What is it? I was gonna say I really like in um. It's actually very similar to the Dianoga in The Force Awakens when BB-8 is first rolling away from like the exploding X-Wing and stuff. This little creature like pokes its head out and goes like, ooh, bop, bop, and goes <laughs> back down. And there's a Galaxy of Heroes thing where it's revealed that like it's secretly this enormous creature and that was just like its nose or something weird. Right. But that's another one where like you wonder what's going on under the surface. I like mm -hmm. that guy. If we're, if we're going visually interesting, I think mine's probably Kaminoans. Oh, that's a very, that's a great call. Because they, they just kind of look like someone took a piece of like taffy and stretched it out, and I don't know. Mm -hmm. I like yeah. It. And cool. you like taffy. I like a tagruda. Tagruda. That's yes, a really. I love tagruda. I think that's a really solid, like really different Star Wars design. If I'm gonna go visually interesting, my vote is probably a, a very obscure one from Return of the huh? Jedi. They're I called... know what you're gonna say. Uh, do you? I yeah. Bomar You're going to talk about... Yeah, I know. The spider-looking things. Spider guys. <laughs> yeah. You put a brain in a spider body, and, like, I'm on board. Every time. Every time you're on board with that. Yeah. That's the coolest thing to me. Those you are love the super... baby with the spider arms from Toy Story. Love it. Oh, my favorite character. <laughs> yeah, so... Starring Tony Shalhoub. <laughs> Imagine Tony Shalhoub's brain in Star Wars. Um, I can imagine it because I've seen it explode in Men in Black. I can imagine quite a bit, Jake. That's a Star Wars reference. I like how we brought um, it back to Star Wars. We brought know. it back to Star Wars. We'll talk about Star Wars later. Terrifying. Don't worry. <laughs> Terrifying. Let's not get off topic and talk about Star Wars. We're going to get to that later. <laughs> Terrifying creature. Terrifying. I feel like. Go. I feel like. Oh, terrifying was one. Oh. Um, that's a good one. That is a good one. What is terrifying to me? There's not a lot of outright scary stuff. I no, mean, the Minox are kind of creepy. When Minox are creepy. Um, I will say just by like less visually terrifying, but more psychologically terrifying is the giant space slug in Empire. I was just about the, to bring up the yeah. space slug. The fact when that you fully see him, it's big. just a sock puppet. Yes. But when, like, the whole thing of, like, he has an ecosystem inside of him, and that stuff is very creepy. And I would say the Sarlacc falls into the same category. Just these, these I'm things gonna that OG are... I'm going to say OG Sarlacc, because... The... Yeah. Yes. And I'm not an anti-special edition person, but I think the the smooth-looking Sarlacc was a step down. It's in, it's way less scary when you make him CGI and have I him, agree. Like, pop out. He just needs to be this massive thing underground that you can't comprehend, and that's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. What about Rathtars? I don't <laughs> like Rathtars in any sense of the word. I don't like them either, but they're gross and, they're gross. and scary. 
if gross is a, a category, designed creature. If, yeah. if Raftar's if a Raftar was approaching me, I would run away. You know what I would do is I would run towards it and say, "You are an aesthetically unpleasing creature." <laughs> Here's my thing about Raftars, and I I can't fully explain it, but mm. there is a thing about a Star Wars creature, like in the very same movie, the giant like pig thing that Finn drinks water oh, with. The Hapabor. The Hapabor. Oh, yeah. I look at that thing and I go, I'm watching a Star Wars movie. Yes. And that's how I feel about 99% of Star Wars creatures. It's just they have something about them that makes them look Star Wars to me, even if it's the first time I've ever seen it. Yeah. And the Rathtars to me scream J.J. Abrams movie, not Star Wars. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. And it so, feels like it should be in one of his Star Trek movies. Yes. I don't hate their design. I just think they're not great Star Wars creatures. So that's why they're not terrifying to me. It, let's break this down. Is part of it because the Rathars are like perfectly spherical, but with because they have to roll like a boulder from Indiana Jones. Yeah. Um, is that part of a bad Star Wars creature design? Because I feel like none of the really good ones are symmetrical in that way. That's true. There's a lot of like asymmetry. the ships and the droids are pretty much like simple shapes. Yeah. But I feel like the creatures you don't want that. There's a lot of asymmetry in Star Wars creature design. I agree. Hey, symmetry. Hey, symmetry. <laughs> have we covered this enough? I feel like we have. I only, I only yeah, feel we like we on. haven't found that many cute Star Wars creatures, but that major. There's not that there many. There aren't any. I don't think. There's poor. We're gonna get yelled at so hard. I know. We're probably forgetting something big. Uh. Hey, you know what? I'm gonna say for um anatomically interesting or or like <laughs> cool or whatever is Gungans. I really like Gungans in general. Combat oh, general. Gungans may, reminded me of more terrifying sea creatures. There are lots Ooh. of scary oh. creatures in Phantom Menace. Yeah. There is always a bigger fish, my friend. There's always a bigger fish, and it's always scary, apparently. What All, is that one called? It's referenced in Solo. The OP sea killer is the is the one that looks has like the little light dangling in front of oh, it. Oh, it's got the bioluminescent angler Colo, fish thing. I think, is the big one that has like the big claws. It's a colo I think, claw. I think you're right, the colo claw. And it's the one that looks kind of like an alligator, but has little claws. Yeah, it just looks literally like Godzilla. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, those are all scary. Okay, I do think we covered that. Yeah. That's a and good I, question. Okay, this good. is another one that... Uh, Came from Twitter. I don't know. I started that <laughs> sentence and realized it's not what I wanted to do. This is a Night of the Living podcast mm. with a K for night. So we got a, a fellow podcaster. Don't you I love when we have fellow joke. podcasters? I do. Dello Felligates, Jar Jar once said. <laughs> um, we'll and speaking of which, do you believe the fan theory that Jar Jar Binks was secretly supposed to be the Phantom Menace, but they changed it due to fans finding out prematurely? And would that have made the prequels a bit better? No. 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 Yeah. Short answer, no and no. <laughs> now, here's uh, what I think about Jar Jar is he would have. I think he definitely was intended to have a bigger role in the movies. I think I that mm -hmm. George Lucas was like, I've got the next C-3PO on my hands. Yeah. And the world said, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree that he probably would have had a bigger role in in Attack of the Clones at the very least, because it, it seems like he does something very pivotal to the 
like the state of the galaxy in Attack of the Clones. <laughs> and yeah, and he's like barely in it. He's barely in it. But it seems like it might have been George's plan all along to have Jar Jar be this this goofball who inadvertently ruins the universe. Um, that I can buy. I can buy that, given the tragic nature of the prequels. I definitely never bought the theory that he was a secret Sith Lord. And <laughs> what that would be the most insane reveal of it when like in the last movie, like, hey, Lisa, I have something to tell you. I'm not really. <laughs> I don't I, really sound I, like that. <laughs> I get like I get the idea that they were going with people's theory is that he was going with the poetry of you meet Yoda in Empire and you don't expect him to be this wise master. Um and then you'd have the same thing with Jar Jar where you didn't expect him to be this wise evil master. But I get it's that. Just, I don't I don't think the evidence is there to suggest that was their plan. I think they were going for like the tragic clown character who starts okay. off as just purely innocent, you know, joke fodder, but becomes this tragic figure who ultimately you know, causes the Clone Wars to happen. And, and I, I think that was the intention, which is there, yeah. but just was heavily reduced. And I feel like the second part of this question, would it have made the prequels better? I don't think you can come back after Phantom Menace with Jar Jar and do anything but make him a silly character. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't think it, I don't think the prequels suddenly work if you take that silly character and you make him a Sith. And now well, it, it just, yeah. I don't think that works. Well, what would have worked for me is like if they would have had a moment where in Revenge of the Sith where he realizes what he did, maybe. Yeah. Or like in the ending yeah. montage mm-hmm. of um, Attack of the Clones where they say begun the Clone Wars have and you see all this military. If you had this more of like a sober moment with Jar Jar, yeah. that would have made it really cool. And I think that would have recontextualized his character in an interesting way. I think yeah. if you take the... The no one talks in, about that Jar Jar gets he got Rose Tico'd a little bit. He kind of got Rose Except Tico'd. Rose was a real just human a charming <laughs> real person. Yeah. I well, mean, and... mean Rose Tico got Jar Jar. Yeah, that's true. I guess that's true. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess people do talk about that, and I'm just an idiot. And it shouldn't have happened. In both well, cases, it made everything worse. I th- I think um Jar Jar has a good ending in the aftermath series. With the I little agree. interludes you get with him, it does that thing where he he realizes the consequences of his life, but he he's introduced to just like being like a sad like street clown. <laughs> but he also kind of gets a happy ending because he finds some friendship in those interludes, and, and he I, finally I makes somebody laugh. Right, I don't want him to be like a sad sack for eternity because he's just he's just dumb. Like he wasn't mil- malicious; he was just dumb, and. So that's a good ending for Jar Jar, and I'm glad he's I have a pitch, stuff. though. I have a pitch to bring back Jar Jar. I just thought about this because I like the notion that, like, um, Boss Nass is the kind of, like, older evolution of a Gungan. Like, as they get older, they get bigger and fatter like a toad, and their little ears get shorter. Mm-hmm. I like the idea that, like, a future character might be in a swamp one day wandering around, and they find this big, fat Jar Jar who becomes, like, kind of a... A sage of some kind, not like a central role, but just like. And he has to go rescue a princess, and he has this friend who's a donkey, and (laughs) yeah, (laughs) you just want Jar Jar to be Shrek. (laughs) 
Somebody once told me that no, I want yeah, I want him to be Shrek. I mean, I'd watch I'm it. Yeah. Sick of Shrek not just being in Star Wars. Yeah, we need to make a, a Shrek analogy in Star Wars. I honestly was not thinking of Shrek at all. I don't think a Jar Jar should turn green. I know, but just when you said like he's a big fat slob living in a swamp, I can't think of anything <laughs> except Shrek. And like, what if there was like these three blind mice that just started like hanging out in his house? That'd be fun. All right, I think we sufficiently answered that one. Yeah, um, it's a fun fan theory, but it it I that's all. Would seriously doubt that it was anybody's intention. Yeah. Okay, are stormtroopers so imprecise with their aim because they have highly reduced visibility in those helmets? If not, how do they see? Who? Yeah, asked this, this is a who asked this, Jake? Huh? Who asked this? Oh yeah. I think his name is none yet. No, I'm just kidding. It's uh, <laughs> Oh, this is a good Twitter handle. His name is Mark. And then his Twitter handle is I am Jurassic Mark. <laughs> that is a good handle. I like it. <laughs> um, so far, Mark is winning the Twitter handle battle that you didn't know we were having until right now. Um, yeah. So there is that theory that stormtroopers actually don't have bad aim. Um, and every time they are missing characters in the original trilogy is the time they're supposed to be letting these characters get away and it kind of works uh Mm. i mean and you have the the thing where obi-wan says oh no only store imperial stormtroopers are this precise and things like that which just doesn't gel with the rest of it but like when they're escaping the death star they're supposed to be escaping because it leads them back to their base um, yes, in that one context, it makes sense that the stormtroopers are not actually hitting them. But I think there's like most. I think that, I don't. I don't think that, I think if you think of every instance where the stormtroopers are missing, it's kind of the same thing. I can't think of any specifically at the moment because my all my knowledge of the movies just went out of my head. But well, I <laughs> like in the very beginning of A New Hope, you know, they're they're shooting and like. C-3PO and R2 just walk through like nine million lasers that is true. to the escape pods. Mm-hmm. And they were th- definitely not intentionally letting 3PO and R2 escape. No, I think that's just more of like a slapstick moment from George. Because, oh, yeah. Like, I mean, the rebel soldiers the- are shooting back and also missing, you know. The ultimate answer to this is that this actually gets into something that annoys me, which is anytime anyone brings up plot armor. Yeah. That somebody just survives because the plot lets them like. It's such a vapid complaint to me because it seems to suggest that at any moment a character should just be able to die or there should always be this like right. incredibly logical reason why characters escape. Like this is a Saturday morning serial and the stormtroopers are cannon fodder. They're not supposed to you're not supposed to think about them too much. It's it's a larger issue with quote unquote film criticism from non-critics professional critics that that say that um that that feel like every action in a movie has to be logical like you know yeah nothing can serve the story right but it's just like well why would this character act this certain way because that's the it doesn't make sense like the holdo stuff like yeah. she should, she should just tell Poe because it makes sense. We know that Poe's the good guy, and it's just like, well, that's not how real life people work. Like you can't 
you don't know the characters don't know everything the watcher knows yeah you give characters motivations and stuff but you also characters exist in films and and books to serve a larger purpose and like Haldo's purpose is to serve Poe's arc yeah. So she needs to be a certain way and to be written a certain way in order to further his journey. And that's that's OK. That's how stories but she, work. But she's not acting logically like I would. <laughs> Me, with the benefit of hindsight, knowing how the whole movie <laughs> plays out, I because, would have done something different. Because all these people who have been who are still complaining about The Last Jedi three years later are the most logical people on Earth. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I basically I think that Stormtroopers is a lot like when people complain about um the logistics of uh hyperspace in the uh in in the star wars saga like how long does light speed travel take to get from one of the galaxy to the other and it gets it takes as long as the plot needs it to take right there always has this is not star trek it's not science fiction it's not meant to be thought Real of life. in those terms yeah. It's just fun. I know that if I was to drive to Los Angeles right now, it would take me days. But if I was in a movie, I would be there instantly because I needed to be yeah. in Los Angeles. Like, that's just how movies work. Not Star Wars. That's just how movies work. Um, and Jasmine, has a stormtrooper, yeah. are they good? Are they good? Uh, what? I think I asked a very clear question. Has a stormtrooper, <laughs> are they good? <laughs> Um, <laughs> I don't want to answer. <laughs> I, refuse, I refuse to answer. I decline to answer. He one good stormtrooper, and his name was Finn. I, I'm going to say that's kind of what makes that moment in The Force Awakens so fun is that for the first six movies, the like clones and stormtroopers are just cannon fodder. And then it's a big revelation when in this in episode seven, the camera zooms in on this one guy and you see him take off his helmet. And you're like, what? This isn't how Star Wars is supposed to work. It's uh, yeah. that inversion wouldn't really be fun if it wasn't an inversion of your expectations. I'm getting bored with my sentence. I, I think <laughs> you gave up halfway through. I think you can have a universe where stormtroopers are scary and terrifying and enforcers of a, a fascist re- regime. 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 And also, at the same time, they always miss the heroes. Like, I think yeah, those two yeah, can yeah. coexist. Um, but also, to answer the question, yeah, they, they miss a lot because they can't see in their helmets. <laughs> I did think that... Um, I feel like they, they made a conscious effort in, like, expanded universe stuff and in the sequel trilogy to make the stormtroopers more accurate. Like they hit multiple people in the force awakens mm-hmm. and they are a little bit more threatening. I mean, they I, kill I feel a, like a village in the very beginning of the movie. Yeah. They accurately shoot, you know, Poe and rise mm-hmm. of Skywalker and they shoot Chewie and force yeah. awakens. Like, I, I think that they were trying to maybe, address that issue but yeah i think it's just it's supposed to be fun remember when han just tapped a stormtrooper on the shoulder and ran away and that worked (laughs) (laughs) also i'm gonna say the way that they see is just like the same way iron man sees there's only those two little places iron man can see but obviously he has cameras and that like puts a full display of everything in front of him on the helmet which is the only way you could make a helmet like that there's work 
because we know for a fact the actors in the helmets can't see anything and they constantly yeah, hit things as evidenced by the dude at the beginning of a new hope who just bonks his head on this <laughs> yes. ceiling and like is like tripping over the bodies and yep. yeah uh so anyway maybe they just anyway. don't like their job hey you know what i wouldn't like that job either <laughs> I got that sense in Rogue One when Jin's on that prison ship and the stormtroopers just look bored. And like in the Mandalorian too, where like the two guys are just like Jason uh Sudeikis and Adam yeah. Pally are just like hanging out bored. It's like oh, we don't want to go into town yet because they're killing another stormtrooper. It's just like let's just hang out here and wait. Yeah, I like <laughs> I like that idea. I like the idea that they just don't like their jobs. <laughs> I think we figured it out. Um Okay, this is a good question from Dallas Kratzer. We, I, just I feel like I think we need to save this one for the end. This is an important one. We need to save. Oh, for the okay, end. yeah. This is actually a little too important to just. It's throw a little away. too important. We'll save that question for the end, Dallas. Don't worry. Here's another good question, though, and another good, <laughs> a good Twitter handle at Space Communist Zero. Um, <laughs> wow, that says. Who would win in a fight, Mr. Bones or Therm Scissor Punch? And I feel like this is a fight between <laughs> names in a way. Between what? Just names of oh, between characters. Names. Ah. Yeah, that's true. Because Mr. Bones Ooh. is a killing machine in those books. Yeah, see. He wears bones. <laughs> he does wear bones. I need to look up Therm. I forget what Therm looks like. I feel like if we're... My name is Dr. Therm. If we're saying... A physical fight between the two of them, Mr. Bones wins because he's a terrifying killing machine. If we're talking about a name fight, then Therm Scissor Punch wins. That's how I'm coming out in this battle. Therm Scissor Punch is just a good name. I don't know who these people are. Mr. Bones is in Aftermath. He's okay. a, a droid of like the main hero. He's a repurposed battle droid. Um with like all kinds of knives and bones stuck Ooh. to him. I think isn't it like instead of the like traditional like battle droid shell, he has like a like almost like when you imagine like a like a cow skull like on yeah, his Yeah, I think head. so. He's literally got Space bones. Space cow on him. skull. And he he's kills literally a got lot. bones. Literally got bones and he's really good at killing. All right. Uh, so that's Mr. Bones. And Therm Scissor and he, Bunch is playing there? Sabacc. He uses Chuck Wendig's form of humor, which is saying silly things in all capital letters. Yeah. And saying them over Always and over again. funny. Yes. But also, I kind of like Mr. And Bones. not being self-aware. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, uh, Mr. Bones is pretty great. Oh, and Therm Scissor great. Punch is an alien from Solo. He's like at the um, Sabak table in Lando's chill pad at the mm, beginning of the okay. movie. I think he's got little scissor things that he punches with. Yeah, aka claws. I'm calling Mr. Bones then. Mr. Bones. Yeah, Mr. Bones. I don't know, but we just we know so little about Therm Scissor Punch. You just you got to worry about the quiet ones. That's a good point. And True. Mr. Bones he's is not on the Sabak table pretending like he's just some guy named Therm Scissor Punch with gigantic claws. I think if one of those claws gets around a battle droid head, the, the head is gone. That's true. Battle droids are notoriously easy to, to beat up. The Jedi cut through them like butter. They just fall apart. It's going to be That's right. Gonna it's going to be great. It's going to be great. That's going to be great. It's going to be great. <laughs> Jake, oh, man. I'm glad that That's you a fun watch, reference. I'm glad that you watch all the same special features as me, and we can make these dumb references to special I've features. I've seen the beginning so many times. <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> 
that that was a good one. In a, that was a good yeah, one. in a name fight, Therm Scissor Punch is either really name. good or really bad. Oh my god, that reminds me, we never did take to the polls with the worst Star Wars name character, which we I'll do that maybe after yeah. this episode comes out. Yeah. And um yeah, basically after we released that up ep- like the day we released that episode, like all these like horrendous things happen in real life and it felt like it would be in really bad taste to be like hey star wars twitter poll what's the silliest star wars <laughs> like, it felt like yeah. this is maybe a time to be solemn and this is not the time not to talk about dumb that garbage yeah. and but now, now the world just, but now things are totally better and fixed so let's now go things ahead are better everything's <laughs> fine now so now i can tweet all kinds of silly star wars things <laughs> nothing's better but we're all just used to it <laughs> we're used to it and we need we need a, we need this poll america needs this poll honestly okay i um, america does need this poll and ooh, well i gotta save this for when jasmine comes back um oh man jar jar's taking a beating this episode Rhett hildreth the person i have met in real life you have met him also he's With... got a good he's got a good name he does actually. It's Tourette. <laughs> Tourette, <laughs> which is a nice play on Rhett. Um, which character also, would you? Sl- he Ooh. cusses all the time unintentionally. So, yes, it's true. Screaming obscenities. Um, which character would you slice up with a lightsaber, and why Jar Jar Binks? <laughs> well, that's mean. That's mean. We just talked about Jar Jar. Basic. Basic to have Jar Jar bad takes. And besides, I would slice up Emperor Palpatine to save yeah, the maybe universe. Yeah, slice up Space Hitler and save the galaxy. Everything yeah. about that. Unless Jar Jar actually was the secret Space Hitler all along, <laughs> like we talked about. We should play Secret Hitler with Jar Jar. That game's actually fun. <laughs> Is it just Mafia? <laughs> kind of, yes. Okay. Mafia with Nazis. I just, like, I saw the title and I just assumed it was... Yeah. Just mafia. There's there's a few additional rules to spice it up from regular mafia, but it is Ooh, fun. You know I love a little spice. Mm-hmm. You gotta have some spice. Mines of Castle. Um, no, I guess Jasmine. Let's ask you, this is a larger question. Yeah, who would you slice with up with a lightsaber in Star Me? Wars? Me. Yeah. yeah. Who would I slice up with a lightsaber? Oh. Yeah. You know those violent tendencies you're constantly suppressing. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Okay, well, what'd you guys say? I said Emperor Palpatine. And I didn't really say anything. Yeah, Jake didn't answer yet. I mean, your first thought goes to Emperor Palpatine, because why not? Yeah. But also, like, if I'm going a little bit more sadistic, it might be fun to slice up Jabba. Oh, just how would that look? I just want to know how that would look. Great choice. (laughs) I'm imagining that it's like the Tauntaun where just like what seemingly is like just slugs come out of him. Is that it? Or just like I almost want it like it to be like when you cut a tree down and you have the cross section. Like I want to read Jabba's rings. So would he look like that? Yeah. Would he look more like a tree? I'm kind of imagining like the rings when you think about it. I'm yeah. kind of imagining like dual dual wielding lightsabers and just going on his tail and just kind of like like kitchen <laughs> knives chopping it like up. Like you're chopping up carrots for dinner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's let's a good. That's job, a good let's answer. Let's trick Jabba into appearing on Chopped. Just <laughs> see what happens. Yes, no, that's true. Okay, the next Fallen they, Order they, game needs to have huts in it. 
they pull the the lid off the ingredient and they and it's escargot. <laughs> that is it's so just fun. A big job. I love that. I was going to so say fun. I had a similar thought to Jasmine which is like if I'm thinking of like in a almost like a video game setting what would be the most fun to fight and chop up it would be like General Grievous with all the arms. Mm. Be fun yeah. to have to yeah. tackle those arms. Yeah. But basically I think we figured out that Rhett loves Hitler. He didn't want to kill Hitler when he had the chance. <laughs> he wanted to kill Sorry. Jar Jar Banks, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we wanted to kill the nice clown. <laughs> um okay. Now this is the first of um many <laughs> questions from We've got we've got one more specifically for Jasmine. So oh, we, we do. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is from friend of the show at Dark Knight DG. When yeah. will we get another jazz fan fiction episode? No. Yeah, no. That's not. I don't like <laughs> that answer. The question was when, and the answer is no. <laughs> no. That's not a good answer. The people have spoken, and they need a conclusion. People God. have spoken. They keep speaking. There keep is speaking. no conclusion. We we well, stopped. But there we is stopped. a lot more. There's more that we can read. We this stopped at that last fanfic right before a story that just kept on going for a long. It never That's what quit. We need. I we don't want to read it. Content that just won't quit. Here's we need the content that just won't quit. It. Let, let me hit you with this, Jasmine. Oh no! Why don't you write an ending to it right now, as an adult? Right now. Right this second. As an what are adult, you sitting there for. Start I don't want to. I don't want to finish that story. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the people have spoken. God, this, a, okay, the story doesn't here's deserve being finished. <laughs> no, no. Here's an idea. Let's. So the answer, of course, is that we're going to do it probably in like a couple of weeks because uh, the people wow. have spoken. And I think when we get to the ending, which will absolutely happen, which is obviously it's not going to be an ending. It's going to be what like just kind of a weird place where the story yeah, leaves off they'll, they'll just like, be okay. back they'll, they'll just be okay. back at the count at the the jedi temple on every time i think that we should improvise time. an ending on the spot i think that we should just continue the story and we'll each play characters and we'll just i am kind of sad because it. i know at one point it's not it's not in the document that i i have now so i don't know what happened to it at one point though i did write an Order 66 mm. for, That's for right, you characters. mentioned that. I just, I don't think I have it anymore. But you're like Mozart. All the notes are up here. All the notes no. are up there, and you just haven't written it down yet. They're long gone. So we're looking th- forward to hearing basically <laughs> the Mozart. <laughs> can I throw picture. another suggestion out, Jasmine? No. Can I'm going no, to do it mine anyway. was good. Can, yours is very good, and I like that. <laughs> but what if we go full Hope's Dawn on it and we make a serious audio drama that ends in Order 66 with these characters. We get actors to play some of these characters. We make Aww. this a serious production okay. to end I'm the story gonna of lie. I'm not going to lie. not going to lie. I like that idea, but it's, I'm definitely not using anything that I wrote when I was 12. No, I'm saying we redo I, it. We rewrite, I will rewrite it. Part of me yes. actually really does want to do a professional <laughs> production of the stuff you did when you were 12. But no, no. that's absolutely what we should do. We should do Hope's Dawn style. Yes. We can do that. We write like a half hour conclusion of, yeah. of, of Ash Cheese's story. Yes. Okay, I, got, I got some Love of it. the main main ideas still up in okay. here. So there's the answer. 
fan fiction episode coming soon, full audio production. Jasmine okay. Amadeus Mozart. And when I, when I say coming soon, <laughs> keep in mind the last one took about seven months to produce. <laughs> so look forward to that in about so two years. So look forward to that, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, good deal. So this is the only question from MJ Newster. <laughs> yep. um, and there may be other questions. Questions from people with similar initials, but this is the only one from her. Yep. Apart from a small elite, life sucks for pretty much everyone in the Star Wars universe. Exactly what have the Jedi been doing all this time? Now, this is a good question that I really like. This is actually a very good question. I'm going to favorite that tweet. Favorite that tweet. Um, Well, yeah, that's kind of the whole problem, right? Is that the Jedi ended up being so, like, bureaucratic and, like, extensions of the government that they no longer were these like cool noble knights they were just like hey go settle a trade dispute with the I mean, most if boring you, guy ever if you mm-hmm. look at all of star wars jedi have they never really have an impact on a daily person's a regular person's daily life at all they're kind of just their own little monk thing doing their own monk stuff up on a I'd monk say, planet somewhere i'd say the only time they have it an impact it turns out to be negative because it's the Jedi yeah. either starting a war or doing it's like even if you go back to the old Republic era, it's just like you have Jedi who leave the order who then decide to start a civil war against the, the current Jedi. And it's just like they honestly, you could make the argument that the Jedi do more harm than good for the universe. <laughs> Play KOTOR 2. Play KOTOR 2. Yeah. I think the Jedi are bad. <laughs> they really don't do a lot. It it seems like here's a, here's a comparison. The the Jedi are like doctors and like rebels and your average everyday just upstanding people are like the nurses. They're the ones who do all the actual work. Yeah. Jedi show up when it's convenient and kind of do like some maybe it's like some very special like highly specialized training that you need to be a Jedi, but most yeah. of the work is done by just good, decent people trying to make the galaxy a better place. I've had, um, I've had a story idea in my head for a while of something I'm going to write about. Um, they're called the, they're this group on Keldor, which are, is the same species as Plo Koon. Um, oh yeah on, yeah. on their planet, there's this group called the Baron Doe Disciples. And they were. Yeah, they can't have babies. They can't have babies. No, they were all of the. And they're deer. They're barren does. They're barren does. They are. They were like the force group on that planet before being discovered by the galaxy at large. Um, and they were kind of just like monks, actual monks, where you would go, you would stay in this this place, but they didn't have any. You would get trained in like how to use the force and stuff like that. Yeah, and they were like, and they could solve a crime, but they just were so scared of germs. Is there a joke here that I'm not getting? Yep. Just keep going. I'll just keep going. <laughs> but oh, it's monk. You're doing the monk thing again. Dang it. <laughs> so anyway, they stayed like separate from the rest of this of society and they pretty much just stayed there and bettered themselves kind of like your hardcore monks that we have in our real world where they just go and study to become enlightened and they don't deal with anybody else um hardcore adults only monks hardcore adults adults only monks (laughs) and 
and that's kind of what the Jedi should be. But they keep getting themselves involved with the galaxy's politics. And because they have this power, it's either expected of them or they just put it on themselves that they need to save the galaxy. And then by saving the galaxy, they get in this cycle of going um, down a dark path because they're, you know, literally acting against their own principles that they believe in. And then that just starts the cycle all over again. So, yeah. like, your ideal Jedi society should be separate from everything else in the galaxy. Uh, but because they aren't, it leads to this perpetual cycle of warfare in the universe. Go play KOTOR 2. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. I Jedi. love it. They, I love that. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> I love you, too. <laughs> So, our next question comes from, surprisingly, Michael Jordan. Oh, wow. Um, pretty amazing. How yeah. does a Sarlacc keep its prey alive, though immobilized, as it digests over millennia? How does the energy that would cost it weigh up to any gains, especially over such a long period of time? Now, I got lost in the second half of that, but I think... Listen, there's a process called peristalsis. That's what moves food through the digestive system. It's how you can digest food even when you're upside down. And, you know, obviously the Sarlacc is just, it has a lot of innards. It's just right. like a real maze. Have you ever been to like a Max and Irma's and you look in the back of the kids menu and there's, there's like a little, there's something a called a maze. Yeah. Something called a maze there. And it's hard to get through. Really challenging. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it'll take you days to do a Maxonermas. You got to stay at the, the Maxonermas the whole time till you finish it. I mean, where am I recording from right now? You can see <laughs> all the knickknacks in the background. I'm not leaving till I solve this maze. Nick Max. And that. <laughs> and that's kind of what I'm saying is that a Sarlacc is like Maxonermas. Okay. Oh yeah, a maze. <laughs> or a maze. And let's say, let's say like your average human, I don't have any medical experience, needs like 20 calories a day to live. Um, <laughs> yes, that's it. And I, let me, let's get out in front of all this bull crap that an average human needs 2000 calories a day. It's not, it's 20 calories. It's 20 it's calories a day. 20 calories. So let's say the Sarlacc, you know, like how many calories is a Boba Fett? I don't know how much, how many calories he is. 18, 19, 18, 19 calories, probably something sure. like that. But let's just say this Sarlacc, he only needs like maybe one tenth of a calorie per day to live. So he eats one Boba Fett. You do the math. He's good for at least 200,000 days. That's exactly it. I love that we're using real science to get. We're to using the real science and real math that has been fact checked this whole time. <laughs> That's and I think so we have good. answered that question. Let's move on. I think we've answered it sufficiently. I'm offended that anybody might have follow-ups to that. <laughs> nope. That um, literally, I actually started crying at that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we we gotta we need to blow through these. <laughs> we we actually go. probably need to wrap up soon. I, yeah. I mean, MJ really blew up the feed. I, we cannot get through all these. There's Let's a do lot of them more. we can get through. There's a lot of um, them. You can get through them fast. Let's do a speed round. Speed round, uh, yep, go. Okay. Speedrun. <laughs> okay, speedrun. Describe a Minoc roast in Ardinia. It's nuts. Crazy. <laughs> if Jabba the Hutt was a cookie, which one would he be? Chocolate chip. Uh, 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 no, wait. Actually, poop. oatmeal. 
definitely oatmeal. Oatmeal raisin. Oatmeal raisin. I agree. Yeah. A series about Hux and his cat Millicent. They're detectives. Good idea. No, first, read the first one. A series about Hux and his cat Millicent. Good idea. Yes. A series yes. about Hux and his cat Millicent. They're detectives. Good idea. Yes. Better idea. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Great idea. Okay. This is confusing. Mortis, father, son, daughter. Where was the mother? Was she getting all the work done while the other three were faffing about? Sorry. Uh, I love Mortis, Europeans. father, son, daughter. Where was the mother? Was she getting all the work done while the other three were faffing about? I don't think she's from England. Well, that's the only way I know how to say faffing. She got out of that toxic family a long time ago. <laughs> uh, you yeah, do wonder what's like, going on with the mother. Yeah, I don't know. She's just like chilling. Ooh, I, and we're going to end here. No, we're not. There's no, two we're not. More. We've got so many. Explain why it is a proven fact that episode nine is a fun romp and makes absolutely no sense. Is it therefore a quintessential Star Wars movie? The answer is yes. From me, <laughs> stamp it, trademark, Jacob Kreitz, 20. That wasn't an explanation. Yeah. 7 11 24 13 p.m. <laughs> and the last question, and this no, is very important. We're doing all of them. Go, yeah. go, okay. go. What does Borg Gullet know? Uh, the, the truth. The truth. The truth. Why do people keep calling Ewoks cannibals when we see no evidence of them eating creatures from their own species? Good call. They only eat other species. Probably. I heard Jesus. <laughs> yep. Jesus. What did you say? No. The answer is no, Jesus. I said Jesus. That's, that's the answer to all the rest of the questions. Jar Jar and Maul are the only good things that come out of the prequels and they're both criminally underutilized. Discuss. I will discuss that. That's not true. And my discussion is that MJ is wrong. Uh, I would say Maul is the best thing to come out of the prequels maybe but i won't say wow. he's the only good thing to come out of the prequels but he might that... be the best thing to come out of the prequels we're gonna have to have a separate episode about good yeah. things. that's not an insult either it's just maul is really awesome maul actually yeah. turned out to be very good yeah okay we're actually almost done why was close. shatter the best episode of any expression in the star wars universe what's shattered what's an expression i don't get this one mj you messed up NBA superstar legend Michael Jordan sent us a dumb question and he can go screw. <laughs> no, that Is was Michael Jackson. Puffer pig bacon better than earth bacon? I What? Could we market it as light bacon on a technicality? What yes. is puffer pig? And yes. Puffer oh, pigs. wait, no, those that's those a thing that from uh, yeah. Rebels, Rebels, right? <laughs> wow, I haven't thought about puffer pigs in a minute. Those are just That's just like that episode of Star Trek, right? Yes. I'm answering your questions, too. All right. Why are all the Star Wars boys, Luke, Ezra, Anakin, such whiny brats, and all the girls, Leia, Sabine, Ray, such badasses? What is Gurge's secret feminist agenda? <laughs> Good question. It is and actually very true. true. All the yeah. male protagonists are weak as heck. But no, Disney ruined everything with Ray, and she was the first example of that. Yep. There were no women in Star Wars before no Ray. Star Wars before Star Rey. Wars is ruined now. Uh, anyway, what else? We got more. We got more. No, I think that's it. No. There's no. one oh, more. No, we have the most important one. Mm -hmm. The most important one, and it's not from MJ, is, and it's from Dallas Kratzer at yes. It's Just Dallas. Do you like Star Wars? This is important. Oh, Ugh, this is the toughest one we've had yet. I'll go first. Okay. I'll take them for the team. Right now, the only thing I like is Hamilton. So no, I don't like it. <laughs> you don't like Star Wars. What if, what if they gave Lin-Manuel Miranda a Star Wars musical? 
I would literally, that's probably the thing I want most in the whole world. I'd watch it. I'd be so excited. You're combining two of my favorite things. Three, if you count Lynn himself. I do count him every day. One. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> Done for the day. <laughs> Jasmine? <laughs> I can count him on one hand. <laughs> do you like Star Wars? I don't know. All I can wow. feel right now is sadness because Final Fantasy 15 broke my heart, and that's all I can feel <laughs> or think about. So I only recommend depressing JRPGs <laughs> to Jasmine. <laughs> I, I'm going to say yes. I love Star Wars. Okay, so I we guess got we've got the yes. three spectrums. Go. Lame. Jake doesn't like it. Jasmine's not sure, and I'm a hard, firm yes. Yeah, you are, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just affirming what you said. End the show. I have to pee. Oh, oh, that's right. I started it. Uh, okay. This is. Hey, write us an email. <laughs> oh, write us an email. Tweet at us. And send us more the questions show. that we'll answer more... in a few years. Yeah, send we us more questions. Honestly, this was a lot of fun. Instead of emails. Let's not wait three years to do another one of these. No, also, this is yeah, fun, actually. A review would be great. A review, a review would, be, would awesome. be really nice. <laughs> um. You know how so, all those other podcasts ask you every single way, every single week to review them, and you do it, and it's great. Well, we never ask you, and we bug you a lot less. I'm so not you convinced that anybody us. has actually ever done. Maybe a podcast that's why we you. don't get any reviews because we never ask. <laughs> Please rate, review, subscribe, um, hit that bell icon, hit that smash like that like hit the button, bell. Um, give it a thumbs up. Don't see a bell. That's and your problem. Give us a bell. And as always. This has been delicately curated, long-form discussion. This has is been delicately though? curated, long-form discussion of is. the internationally beloved Star Wars saga tailored to the modern fanatic, brought to you lovingly and weekly increments by the loquacious, yet soothing voices of your host, Riley. How long can MJ keep this up? That's a question we've got. Jake? Hey. And <laughs> Jasmine? Bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, you had to wait longer. I'm putting this on you. And Oh wait, yeah, wait, no, bye. wait, I haven't said goodbye yet. And I can't hear the music anymore. Jasmine. So... Oh bye! <laughs> oh, we messed that timing up so bad. I forgot we were doing it. The music like wasn't coming through for some reason. Yeah. Oh well. We're bad. Alright, Jake has to go pee. Alright, go pee, Jake. And bye, Jasmine, and goodbye, everybody. Bye. Okay. Cool. That felt great. Felt great. Everything feels great. Everything's good. What if when I clapped again, I got buzzy again? That would be annoying, but you're not buzzy, so we're good. Let's record real quick before you get buzzy. I, I just want to comment that Riley, when he looks right at us... The lights surrounding his monitor are perfectly symmetrical <laughs> with his glasses, and it's yeah. so distracting. It is, it's very sketchy. It looks like his glasses are made of lights. Um, ugh. Yeah, I don't love that. Um, All right.